All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's pot it. Let's pot it. Pew pew pew. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so many balls. <laughs> to Rogue Squadron. To the friends we've lost. The battles we fought. And the utter fear our return will bring to our enemies. <laughs> Listeners, welcome to the State of the Squadron for Season 5, X-Wing Wraith Squadron. Here's a quick rundown of the people who will be on the episode today. We have Rogue 3, Heath, Run All Day, Pizza All Night, Farnsworth Williams. (laughs) Oh my god. What a a life motto. (laughs) Rogue 6, Danny, definitely went on a run because me and Heath Threatened to swear a lot on the podcast tonight, Fertile. <laughs> uh, can I fit that on a name tag? Yeah, absolutely. If you yeah. try. Like six you point fun. Have okay. staff write it for you. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I could do it. Yeah. Is, are words seven. smaller in New Zealand? <laughs> no, just, just, just when I write them. Oh, it's okay. just a me thing. Are words smaller in New Zealand? <laughs> usually it not. It's our country. We need to make sure longer. they all fit. They're usually yeah, longer because be they add that U tiny in like random oh, yeah, apostrophes. You add a U into color and flavor, so they're usually it looks longer. Bitter with a U, okay? But it's so inefficient. <laughs> Just think of Twitter. You're using a, an unnecessary character. character. It's okay. I count all the rest of the letters in U. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so there's Rogue Seven, Saf. I don't need the last name because already everybody already knows me. Sass. <laughs> True. I don't know any other Saffs and probably never will. Can these all be on name tags for celebration? <laughs> yes. Then from our friends at Toshi Station, we have Nancy laughing at their suffering in DMs, Schwartz. <laughs> it's so true. Every time Meg is like, I have a DM, it's from me. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. And we have Brian laughing at their suffering in their mentions, Larson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's true. Brian, if I see that survivor gif one more time. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it is the most hey, appropriate reaction. I use it too. It's... <laughs> I have to be fair. And I'm Rogue Leader, Meg. Meg, imagine a panda Ewok with a bamboo lightsaber, Humphrey. Oh my god. <laughs> Aww. Aww. There you go. All right, well, speaking of some amazing nicknames, I have a question about Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Do you? Who's excited no. to see the trailer in two weeks? Maybe. Maybe. And yes. do you know where we're going to see that trailer? Somewhere. Star Wars Celebration. Star Wars Celebration. And we're going to be there. Whoop. And so instead of asking you my question, I'm just going to give you lots of announcements because I'm worried that most of our listeners will turn this thing off halfway through. And so we're going to put the announcements at the top of the episode. <laughs> stealing That's my smart. That's smart. And getting your branding out of the way early. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So number one. Hey, Nancy. Yes. How are you feeling? 
I'm feeling okay. That's I'm good. I I was at work today, so the I reason, think... dear listeners, that I'm asking Nancy <laughs> how she's feeling is because Nancy recently had a surgery, and the reason this is relevant to Rogue Podrin is because we did a super extra special bonus dramatic reading just for her, and uh, oh, then man. we decided why should Nancy be the only one to get this awesome dramatic reading, and so we posted it on Twitter. <laughs> so hey, check it out. It's a pretty significant scene in the history of Luke Skywalker and Mara Jade, and three of the four of us had no idea what was going on, so it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> it was that great. made it so much better, to be honest. No idea what was going on. I love no it. Who, who was the only person who had read? Meg, were Meg. you the only one? It's me, yeah. <laughs> That's what I figured. Also, are there that many little innuendos throughout that entire <laughs> book? Because if so, I want to read it. <laughs> um, Maybe? It was- it was a just like small littered holes. with, oh my God, it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you get make everything appropriately weird, then yes, it is. Oh, what geez. was it? What was it she said when she like threw R2? It was, there. Were, that was the line that really got me. It was like, <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was. I know there was definitely one that like, good. she didn't expect it to be this hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was it. First out. She was like doing something with R2 and she's like, I didn't expect it to be this hard. <laughs> so yeah, if, go you love, that, if you love Luke Amara or if you love our dramatic readings or if you love innuendos, go check that out. We tweeted it tonight and it'll also be in the show notes. Number two announcement is you still have a chance to get a Rogue Podron t-shirt before we see you in Orlando. So those are online. Also tweeted that link out. will also be in the show notes. And remember, if we see anyone at the convention wearing a Rogue Podron shirt or I don't know, taking notes in a Rogue Podron notebook, we will do something. <laughs> Danny, Is that a threat? Or what so will ominous? We, wait, yeah. I, <laughs> we, <laughs> we will do something. We, we still haven't agreed on this, right? What are we doing? Are there, gl- are we'll there glistening? Something. Glistening we're doing, we're doing something. involved? Something. Can I buy one just to ensure you don't do something? <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll do it twice. <laughs> if you're wearing one and you see us approaching you, you can certainly shout like, "Don't do something!" <laughs> shout stop! I have pepper spray. Listen, listen. Cosplay is not consent, okay, guys? Yeah, just shout. I do not consent, and we'll be like, "Okay, can we shake your hand or whatever?" But, yeah. Or a Baymax fist bump. We'll say, Why don't we just okay. selfie with them? <laughs> Why do we have to be so ominous about this? Because <laughs> it's us. Have you not listened to the show? It's our brand. <laughs> I don't listen. I just talk. Seth, that hurts me. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love- That's hurtful. Yeah. We we can promise at least a selfie. Yeah. High Seth, five. Maybe we'll we'll give you a glistening body, which, as you know, has no monetary value whatsoever. But um, so much emotional value. And actually, in addition to Rogue Podron t-shirts, if we see anyone cosplaying as a glistening body. <laughs> We'll do something else. I, I think Riz Ahmed might be <laughs> there. Something else. Oh my god. My goal of celebration is to track down Riz Ahmed and tell him about glistening Bodhi. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> he would give you the weirdest look ever. I know. I know. He would be into it. You know so he'd be into it. He would be so into it, I think. All right. All right. Announcement number three. Calls for security. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says that's so Bodhi on it. <laughs> and that's when Heath got put on the next flight to JFK. <laughs> oh no. Announcement number three. The podcast awards voting cl- closes on April 1st. So we have a few days left. We're up for a podcast award, which is super weird and 
it's on you. Kind of awesome. So uh, if you want to go vote for us, again, link in the show notes, uh, we would super appreciate it because it'd be super cool to win an award that has actual monetary value. That means I don't that think if it does, Danny. Does? <laughs> Danny, I got bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> so that means that if you're listening to this episode the day it releases, tomorrow's the last day to vote. If you're listening to this the day after releases, go vote today. If you're listening to this anytime after that, you really messed up. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> we are disappointed in you. Not you mad. Just really. Just you know these episodes have a two-day relevance limit tops. <laughs> <laughs> Any Anyone who listens, at, listens after that and hasn't voted for us already gets a glistening boar gullet. <laughs> what, you guys have less pop cultural uh, shelf life than like, an episode of Family Guy? <laughs> Basically. Announcement number four. <laughs> If you leave us an iTunes review, we're gonna leave it on. We're gonna read it on the show, just like our good friend Amy Wishman did. She left us an iTunes review. It was for five stars. Thanks, Amy. And the iTunes review says, "Rogue Podron, love. I am working to catch up with Rogue Podron while reading the X-wing books. I love the banter and chemistry of the hosts. I laugh out loud every single episode." Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Uh, Amy's so nice. She listens to. Uh... Thorncast and all those shows. And I think she's reading like all the books along with us. So. Oh, wait, yeah. is Amy Amy's the one who tweeted the picture of all the library books checked out, right? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Oh, Amy, you're the best. We so iTunes reviews are just the number one way you can say thanks uh, to podcasters, and we so appreciate it. So uh, if you feel so inclined, we'd love an iTunes review. It, I know it's a little confusing because it's the far, far away radio feed, but that's where we live. So drop us an iTunes review there, and we will share your words on that's where the show. We live. <laughs> and announcement number five. This is the last one. Uh, we're going to Star Wars Celebration in two weeks. Woo! Woo! Not only Yay. that, but we totally planned this. This right now, what you're listening to is our 49th episode which means that we'll be celebrating our big 50th anniversary at Star Wars Celebration with a live show. So if you're Danny, there... Danny, Danny, that's not how anniversaries work. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not how that works. That's not how any of this works. It is now. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we are going to do a live show and we're also going to have a, a set time that you can come hang out with us. If you see us anytime during the convention and ask us for a Rogue Podron pin, we'll probably have one for you. But if you come to our super special Rogue Podron hangout, which we haven't announced the time yet because we're waiting for the final schedule. Anyway, if you come to that, we have a super exclusive Rogue Podron pin for that alone. So keep an eye out for more information yeah. on that. It's pretty cool. Yay, announcements. Those are all really good announcements. They're all really fun. Yeah. Thank you. Lots of lots of fun stuff happening in the world of Rogue Padron. We're very excited to all hang out in person for the first time since the formation of this podcast in two weeks, if you couldn't tell. Yes. yes. It's happening. Yay. <clears throat> Speaking of what's happening, <laughs> let's get into State of the Squadron. Yes. <clears throat> So we got a lot of new characters and new names to mispronounce this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure that, did. And some old favorites thing. to mispronounce too. 
<laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Gotta love old Weege. <laughs> Please never call him that again. <laughs> yeah, can we can we not? <laughs> Let's just strike that one out. So for the wraith, <clears throat> we have who's now wraith leader. So Wedge, not one of the lads and Tillies. Yes, <laughs> who's also going to be at celebration. I know. Oh my god, you yeah. guys! This is so exciting. Brian, do you want to talk about your helmet for a second? Uh, the uh, the Wedge Antilles helmet that was uh, lovingly painted and crafted by one Savannah Kiefer. Yes, I have one. And, and right. given to you by your wife for Christmas. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so fulfilling our... Tonight, and it's Fuf- me. <laughs> we really are like... We're, we're fulfilling Hashtag. our divorce mission. Divorce squad. <laughs> 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 yes, I have a Wedge helmet. Amazing. Good work, Nancy. So the main <laughs> the main important part of this book is that we find out that Wedge is twenty eight years old, <laughs> and he spends <laughs> most of the book just like lamenting how he's such an old man. He's so old. So and all, old. And all of the other race are like, "You're so old." And it just it makes me feel bad because I'm because over. The I'm age older age. than Wedge. Yeah, it's really great for the self esteem. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Aaron Austin. That was awesome. <laughs> So Wedge's number two is Wiz Murderized Jansen. (laughs) (laughs) And I want everyone to know that in this, in the show notes, it's spelled M-U-D-E-R hyphen E-Y-E-S. So the way that Danny thought the whole time. (laughs) I really wanted it to be I-Z-E. But I just wanted to give it to Danny just this once. Maybe another time. (laughs) Appreciate it. Every other time it's murderized. (laughs) Congratulations, Danny. Okay, can we talk about Wiz for a second? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Because he's like one of these characters that everyone's been so excited for us to meet. Like him and Hobby, I think, are the two that everyone's like always really excited for us to meet. And I was just expecting yeah. him to like pop off the page and be like super awesome, but I felt like he wasn't even really in this book much. So I'm yeah. hopeful that we'll get more of a chance to fall in love with him in later books. I was feeling the same way, and then I remembered that everybody always talks about him and Hobby like together. So I'm thinking That's that true. it will come later when both of them are together that's that's my theory starfighters matter more yeah that's all i'm gonna say good theory good theory (laughs) that is the title of an x-wing book later in the series (laughs) what (laughs) wow theory next up which unfortunately this was the first character death that we had but it was jesmine she deserved so much better than this akbar I'm laughing and crying. So can right. I say when uh, when you guys were all talking about how much you love Jasmine, and I was like, <laughs> suckers. Was that one of your DMs with Meg? Of course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Oof. It was yeah. rough. And I have a feeling these in memoriam segments are just going to become more and more frequent. <laughs> Maybe. And, it, and it, more and more painful. Part, yeah, yeah, I think the worst part was that we had that listener question right before. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh my God. And you let us do it. You I sure did. <laughs> Meg, I, I, I love your evilness. I aspire to that. You know, I just let my children make their own mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> it's to be a parent. It's, I mean, as long as they're not going to jail... <laughs> We're fine. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. 
going to jail or going to the hospital, like we're all right. Feel free we'll to see mess a celebration. Up. We'll, <laughs> see. we'll see. We'll see how that parenting strategy works there. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing about Jasmine Akbar, and this is just a testament to Aaron Alston because I, full disclosure, had this death spoiled for me shortly before it happened because someone on Twitter must not have realized that I, you know, whatever. I was tweeting about Jasmine Akbar, oh, no! and, and someone on Twitter didn't oh, realize oh, Rogue Podron was a thing and tweeted back to me about how sad Akbar was about her death. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, even when I was, like, having that knowledge in my head, like, reading that scene in the book, I did not think that's when it was going to happen because just the way he staged it was, like, they were going to all this work to save her. Like, there's no way that it's going to end with her dying. Like, if she was going to die, he would have just done it and gotten it over with and moved on. So Yeah, because Kel was totally going to pull a Corrin and save the day. Exactly. And it was going to be great. And everyone would be, yay, Corrin, or yay, Kel. And then it didn't happen. Nope, it did not. How Aaron Olsen is, was, oh, now I'm sad again. We miss but, you, uh, well, Speaking of being sad, the next one <laughs> is, Kel, I am not like my dad, but I totally am Tainer. Yeah. <laughs> and that applies to many characters oh, many. <laughs> in Star Wars, actually. <laughs> yeah. So we were really thinking that, like, oh, this is the new Corin, and... He is in the way where he's, like, the stereotypical poster boy, like, handsome white dude, my white friend Kel. Um, (laughs) 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 But he has zero confidence where it counts. (laughs) Like, it's just him messing up a lot. Yeah. And him doing well but also messing up while that happens. Whereas Corin was very much a, I somehow I get into these situations, but look how great I am at resolving them. <laughs> so, yeah. I, just... so yeah, I know you guys aren't really like big on Cal. And I'm like, it makes me sad because I like him a lot, but he gets a lot better. I think. <laughs> I mean, everyone kept telling me that about Corin, and I still don't like him that much. <laughs> no, so no, let me finish that by saying Corin gets better. Corin gets better in way later. Yeah, in the in the New Jedi Order books. Whereas Kel, I, I think also he gets better because he gets less of the focus. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And um, also, like, if you keep reading the books, there's uh, so Aaron Olsen, like he wrote mercy kill which was like way later and like he ended up like head cannoning all this stuff about kel um and his family and it's like crazy because it's not in any of the books but he's just like oh yeah this is what happened and they did this and then they did that and we're like all listening to him like oh my god you're like one of us (laughs) and you just (laughs) made all stuff up and yeah, it, it's it's really cool. So if you if you keep reading through Mercy Kill, you'll you see. will keep reading because you're not leaving the show ever. Yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh, God, what do you have on them? <laughs> A lot. Yeah. A lot. More. And I more embarrass each week myself somehow. too much. <laughs> You'd be surprised how much it... I edit out of these episodes. <laughs> I was gonna say if anyone has 
a lot on us. It's Danny. <laughs> yeah. <absolutely>. Yeah. <laughs> but also, um, if if you if anyone has read Scoundrels, Kel is also in that book. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I have, I, and I kind of remembered him Kel? from that, but I remember him not like having a very significant role, right? Like, does he do anything in that book? Yeah. He well, he's one of he's one of the I guess the solos eleven or whatever you want to call him. He's yeah. um. And uh, it was actually at Dragon Con when Timothy Zahn was talking about writing that book. And he's like, yeah, I think I meet, I might need to borrow a wraith from Aaron. And everyone started yelling out, face! Borrow face! <laughs> face is the best. Um, but he needed a demolitions guy. And um, he was like, hey, Aaron, who should I pick? And Aaron was like, uh, use Cal. And so he ended up happened. showing up. Easy. Yep. So is Scoundrels a book that is safe to read? Yes. yes. It takes okay. place like immediately after A New Hope. It's fun. It. It's literally just Ocean's Eleven in Star Wars. Yeah, and there's really this cool good. twist at the end that I didn't see coming. Yes. So Yeah. yeah. Scoundrels was a get well soon gift to me after my surgery from um, Sarah Dempster. So oh, yeah. I've like purposely not read it because i didn't know if there were spoilers for rogue oh yeah you are uh, you you're totally yeah. safe with that one yeah, you're good okay i'll read it great well speaking might, of the best like character you might tell more <laughs> who knows speaking of the best character of the race there's garrick my face looks even better with the scar lauren yeah <laughs> yeah I just, I love face. He's kind of the noir event of this group where, like, he's got this other occupation that ends up, like, saving their butts multiple times. Right? Oh, Oh. so good. The noir event was better. (laughs) He's so much better, though. I would like to see face and noir event go out for a drink sometime. Oh, that'd be beautiful. Imagine the cons they could pull. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Between the two of them, (laughs) that's a dangerous duo. Oh. And then, of course, there is Face's wingman, so he has to go over to his room all the time at night for whatever reason. Um, Ton ejecting my spleen out of anger, Fanon. <laughs> so good. It's not the only thing he's ejecting. Hey, oh. I like it when this podcast gets appropriately weird. <laughs> So that's appropriate. Yeah, uh, are we being appropriate right now? You know, appropriate has been a sliding scale as you guys have gone <laughs> on. So yeah, I was yeah, referring to true. full screen mode. He's ejecting out of full screen mode. <laughs> full Good. screen mode. Okay. <laughs> All right, Jenny. That's well, not a thing. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> oh, you're right. It's escape, not eject. <laughs> That's he's, ejecting, he's ejecting the DVD out of his laptop, is what I meant to say. Danny, you can't just make stuff up and be like, that's what he means. <laughs> Why not? Our president does it all the time. Oh, no. Oh. 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 We, are, we are so sorry, dear leader. Please do not punish us. <laughs> it's funny because we're screwed. <laughs> There's also uh, Tyria, Tyria, Tyria. Doesn't matter. Set honesty to on Sarkin Tarkin. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Brian and Nancy, how do you pronounce her name? Tyria. Per Aaron, it is Tyria. Tyria. But you and... can say whatever you want. It doesn't okay. matter. Yeah, Thank you for the permission. We don't need it. But we gotta take it. <laughs> I was like, I was gonna say whatever I wanted. 
<laughs> Except but, when it comes to names that are puns, then we'll correct you. Yeah. Yes, okay. that's fair. Because yeah. it's supposed to be a pun. Yeah, because then that. the joke is lost and a lost joke is the And sad. then it's 15 years later and I'm like, oh, the wild oh, card. Uh, I, get it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself for like three days. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. I like Tyria a lot. She's because she's like force sensitive, but really crappy at it. But not. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. like the I like the idea that she's so bad that Luke is like, yeah, you might not want to pursue this. Oh, you <laughs> gave it your all, but I just don't know if this is right. Oh, shut up, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, however, however, I will say that perhaps, maybe, she ends up proving him wrong. No. <gasps> Ooh. Keep Go talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to say her name right, so I'm just going to say that instead. Gonna, is this going to be Tyria Tarkin? <laughs> Tyria Tarkin. Sounds like a talk show host name. I <laughs> Uh, next, we have Min completely dead inside Donos. Oh, Min, <laughs> buddy. Oh, oh, Min. He had a little bit in him, and then it was gone. And then I got completely destroyed. Is there Shoot. anyone in this book in bigger need of a hug than uh, Min? No, no. A volunteer to give him that hug. So, I think at one point, one of you said, Min is okay, and Brian, <laughs> I just started laughing so hard he almost drove off the road. It may be a good time to the, say you should never uh, listen to Rogue Podrum while driving. That's what we do Friday afternoon on the way home from work. We Doctors don't Podrum. recommend. I mean, we, average, we average at least once a month where you nearly kill us while we're driving. <laughs> I think this is one of the instances where you sent us that survivor gif. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, not sorry. We have probably Danny's favorite, Vort Piggy, the real hero here, Sabing Ring. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, He's a Gamorian who's great at math. Did we predict that Danny would love Piggy? Uh, we predicted that like the day Rogue Podman started. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like a million years ago when we first started Rogue Podron, I was telling my D&D car buddy about it because he's read these books like a million years ago. And he was like, oh, yeah, there's a Gamorrean pilot. And I was like, what? I don't remember one of those because we were like in the first book, I think. And he was like, oh, they might be in the later books. And then the moment he told me that, I was like, Danny's going to love this guy. <laughs> He's a Gamorrean. Nice try, Wes. Reg. You already tried that. <laughs> He's a Gamorrean. He come, Piggy comes in. Uh, uh, yep, yep. I love those scenes. Yeah, that was a fantastic <laughs> introduction to the character, too. <laughs> By and then he calls away. Introducing out. the totally fictional and non existent Ewok character first. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Lieutenant Ketch. Please be yeah. respectful. <laughs> <laughs> totally fictional Ketch. Yeah. That is totally... a decorated war hero it you is. are mouthing off on right now. Also, I love the scene when um, Phelan gets all speciesist. And oh, yeah. Piggy just like calls her on it, but it's totally like just. He's like, not mean. He's, he's just not like, mean. think he about this. Calls he's her a true on it. social yeah. justice Gamorrean. And then he's yeah. like, <laughs> and then he's like, let's hold hands and leave. And then she's like, okay. And like, Piggy Bort's a ring, ring changing the hearts and minds of humans one at a time. So right? Piggy, uh, 
Piggy is one of those people in life where they don't get mad at you. They do something worse. They say they're disappointed in you. (laughs) And then you feel horrible. Yeah. And you're like, I want to do better. But like also immediately provides you with a situation where you can do better. Right. And it's just like totally cool about it. And then some of that quiet keyboard music from Saved by the Bell plays in the background (laughs) as the scene resolves itself. Yeah. Piggy, you're too good for us. Piggy basically said, stay woke. Yeah. Oh, God. And now I'm just, never mind. I'm playing the survivor gif in my head, Meg. Then there's (laughs) Hohas. Hohas Runt, who is still taller than everybody else, Equish. Which is probably one of my favorite names to say. Yes, I like Runt and his many minds. And I like Runt is like, Kel, I'm just going to leave you here. Bye. And there is. There is a really, <laughs> there's a really, 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 really good scene with Runt in the next book that is super sweet and is really good. Good foreshadowing. <laughs> then there is the another person who is no longer going to be on Wraith Squadron because they're super dead. Uh, um, <laughs> wow! Moment of Phelan. silence. Yeah, Phelan, Not everyone on Tatooine is a good pilot, but I am. But I am Sand Skimmer. Rip. Poor Phelan. Rip. I still can't get over the last name. <laughs> I, hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> well, it's gone now, so you're fine. Yeah. It's a Tatooine tradition. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Hated it so much. Skywalker, Darklighter, and Scan Skimmer. <laughs> I, I don't understand why you're making fun of an entire culture's uh, names and way of life, Heath. Come on, man. I mean... It's up there with the odds thing. I just like, <laughs> nope, not into it. <laughs> not into it. And last but not least, I guess. Yursk <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> y- grinder and expert human psychology, Riog. Definitely least. <laughs> Did yep. not help you with your anti Bothan propaganda no. this season. <laughs> Thought he would. Thought he would at first. Bring back Sinjir. Yeah. No, totally bring back. Proved us right. Who's Sinjir? Not Sinjir. Sinjir. Danny, what are you talking? Sinjir. I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, I'm but... not. I'm not opposed. I think Sinjir would make a great wraith, but uh... I think you're talking about a Sinjir. I'm talking about a Sinjir. Yeah. <laughs> they sound very similar. Do all Bothans just look the same to you, Danny? Oh, Danny, that was really speciesist of you. So Sinjir's not a Bothan. <laughs> They just got one of those Star Wars names. <laughs> <laughs> one of them Star Wars names. So, out of the raids, there are three spots to film. So that will be interesting to look forward to in the next book. Gavin Darklighter. Course, Gavin Darklighter. Gavin Darklighter. No! I don't want him in this book! I die! Good point. Yeah. People actually <laughs> die and hurt you in these books. Yeah. Keep yeah. out of the books. Just never have him in a book ever again. <laughs> as he goes by in his X-wing. Bring back all the. Bring back all the shitty ones and keep the good ones off stage. <laughs> of course, we have our new. Sorry, Nicole. Danny, for cursing. Oops. Our new Thirty-two, uh, thirty-five for that part, Danny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So I think the MVP, who is not a wraith in this book, has been Admiral, get out of my dreams and into my wave skimmer. <laughs> that would make a good name, wave skimmer. <laughs> wave skimmer sounds like a Tatooine name. 
into my sand skimmer. Oh no! What have you done? I'm gonna karaoke that song at celebration and make <laughs> yeah. those the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> his his friendship with Wedge in this book has been a highlight. Yeah, it is just wonderful. So, I was, I I think it, I can't remember if it was before you guys had read the one scene or afterwards when I had tweeted about how I think my top favorite wedge scene was in this book. Cause like people were asking for like to rank stuff and someone had said top wedge, top five wedge scenes. And the scene where he writes the, um, the letter, the letter. about failing oh. is, is my favorite wedge scene in oh. all of, in oh. all of Star Wars. It's, it's like the quintessential, this is who Wedge Angeles is. And that that's that's the scene where I was just like, God, Aaron Alston, you are such a freaking good writer. I uh, feel like I remember seeing you tweet that and like yeah. not saying the scene and saying something like redacted oh, yeah. Rogue Quadrant, but like hint- oh, yeah. hinting that it was this book. And like the whole time I was reading the book, whenever Wedge showed up, I'd be like, yeah, here we go. Here we go. This is going to be a great scene. It's the one that Nick <laughs> loves. And... That and was the one. Wedge being a yokel brother, that and you're like, like, this is not it. Oh, that was so good. But that scene where he writes the letter was the one that I was like, that's probably the one. That was that was really good. Yeah. It's right. yeah. It's, you're expecting Nancy to have this scene that's this moment of badassery, but no, it's this quiet, understated letter. Mm-hmm. Wedge. I was expecting a sex scene to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that comes later. Any, there have been any like. <laughs> Widowed, but not really women. Yet. I've been <laughs> like to be totally honest. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> that would, we also get Nancy's favorite. <laughs> we also get a new grumpy general. I don't get paid to be nice, Crespin. Uh, Crispy Crespin, who <laughs> is an A-wing pilot. So that's a step up from the Y-wings we had during the first arc. <laughs> There's also. The late Captain Chode worm turns Ragnus. <laughs> I hate his name. Really name again. Like so good, so awful. Chode, they Ragnus. Ugh, <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. Sounds like have... a dish that you wouldn't want to order. Absolutely. Like, I'll, ha- I'll have the I'll have the Ragnus. Chode worm turns Ragnus. <laughs> <laughs> medium well medium work. I don't want anything that has worm in its name <laughs> why Why was that even a word <laughs> I and asked then... myself that so many times while reading Star Wars <laughs> calf <laughs> there's also lieutenant and then captain Atrial. why am I always in a tie fighter to Bonnie I love her She's great. I like her a lot. And we get a very brief cameo of Han. Leia's too good for me, and I know it solo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That gets that gets worse as the uh, series sure goes does. on. Sure yeah, are this we building not- up to their marriage, though? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, dear. This whole series is thick fix for uh, courtship of Princess Leia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When are, when, are we, when are we reading that? You're Probably. not. Never. I want Probably. to. No, we chronologically a, it comes after. There's a book that we should read. It's that. It's yeah. definitely. Yeah. 100%. I, I have an actual hard copy version of it. We're going to read it. Yeah. 
when when is it chronologically? I think it's after right the Wraith after trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 right after, after the Wraith. Right. So we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, that'll be like the Courtship end of this pod. year, probably. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not allowed to read it before that. No. No. Okay. It needs That's to be fair. new for you too. Uh, I'm not allowed to read anything. Yeah, you can read scoundrels. Basically, we're <laughs> not like allowed to read any hundred books. You can read. <laughs> we're not allowed to read any post Return of the Jedi EU at this point. <laughs> Just you can in read case. Scoundrels. Uh, I think Shadows of Mindor is fair game. No. Uh, is that the one that we don't yeah. want to read? Oh. Shadows of Mindor is fine. <laughs> I read that. No, Shadow Shadows of Mindor was great. I read, Ooh, I read Splinter okay. the Mind's Eye. Y'all should read that one. Oh, oh Danny. no, Danny, no. <laughs> That's the one we're not meant to read, right? Because it's not good. I've, I've heard was, great things about written... this book called Crucible. No! No! <laughs> you definitely cannot read that. I've heard Corn it's Horn like... Horn is the voice of reason, you guys. Oh, that's bad. That's real bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Seth, Splinter no, the I've... Mind's Eye was written right after A New Hope came out. And let's just say it's basically the kiss scene from Empire Strikes Back for an entire book. <laughs> oh, no, I, yeah, no, I remember reading about that. That's not good. No, when bad. are we doing Splinter Padre? <laughs> Never. We have to do that. No, we have to. <laughs> later. Later. <laughs> After the heat death of the universe later. Yeah. So, of course, we have to have enemies for the race. So, the bad folks, aka Saf, I can't say that word on air. Danny's just going to bleep me out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Which he just changed to Funkos, so I guess we'll call it that. <laughs> What's it up? It's These pretty funny if you imagine all the villains as Funkos, though. <laughs> pretty cute. These We're getting the version of Rogue Pattern that's been edited for TV consumption right now. Correct. There's Warlord Zinj, a.k.a. Warlord Gabor, which is how you will hear it on this pattern from now on. Oh I'm so glad we did that. It's so good. <laughs> Me too. So, Eat your heart out, kitten Lormat. Yep. <laughs> so funny, Warlord Gabor. <laughs> so, like, Just because of the ZS. <laughs> it's, so good. It's, like, it's so arbitrary. <laughs> for for the longest time for that episode, I was trying to come up with like a super long sentence that was just all words that rhymed with it. I was like, <laughs> more four on the shore with Warlord Gabor. I couldn't come up with anything that made any sense. <laughs> Great. Oh my god. So the best part about Warlord Zinge is that in The Courtship of Princess Leia, which came out first, he's he's really terrible. He's just like a totally cardboard warlord guy. Like he, he's just a really bad character. And then Aaron Olsen was was like, I need so the story I, I can't remember. Did we tell you the story about how he got this book contract? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he was like, I need to write something. And Mike Sackpo was like, write it. They need to kill Warlord Zinj, so mm. go do that. And, um, like, he made more Warlord Zinj an actual good character. <laughs> so yeah. when you when you read Courtship of Princess Leia, you might be like, who the hell is this guy? He's stupid. Uh, just warning. <laughs> I, like... I remember you telling us that story. I think it was on the last stage yeah. of the squadron. And the whole oh, time okay. I was reading this book, I like couldn't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. So I'm glad to have heard that again just now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he wrote this book like two months behind. So just FYI, that's he's he's a good writer. Then there's Admiral. What was even the point, Trigget? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> but what's the point? What what is what is the point? Besides yeah. to like make men feel empty inside. <laughs> oh god. Men trigger or men needs trigger for that. Yeah. Too much. Everybody needs a therapist. God. <laughs> and uh, here's I mean, this is one of the mysteries is Lieutenant always have emergency lingerie, pedophile. <laughs> I still me, I don't. Well, that should. <laughs> You're missing out. <laughs> yeah, she's she's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah, we sure is. Get it, I think. <laughs> the- okay. I feel like someone here will know this. Is there a lot of fan fiction about this character? Given no. Okay. I've written some. Oh, you have. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. You have. You have. Yeah. I was gonna say. I would imagine what she did in this book would have led to a lot of speculation head cannon <laughs> that he some people had <laughs> if, if i may interpret the room a little bit I'm getting uh-huh. the sense that we haven't seen the last of lieutenant always have emergency lingerie pedophile okay well, maybe <laughs> are you was that your survivor gift face <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It, so it was my just... laughing, laughing um, lizard gif. <laughs> I will hold all of my lingerie thoughts until a future episode. Please <laughs> <laughs> do. Cap that. Hold on to that lingerie that. thought. <laughs> okay. The other I question will, mark. Oh, I will say that Brian and I have theorized that um, Lieutenant Pedifel will be Saf's favorite character. Oh. Okay, but she does have to compete against Donos, who is dead inside, which is a hard competition. <laughs> well, this insert <laughs> survivor gift here. <laughs> so we're just going to start calling you Nancy and Brian survivor gift shorts. <laughs> Can we just ban that survivor gift? <laughs> no. You guys need it's to stop. So appropriate. I mean, if you guys stop saying stuff that warranted it. I'm really sorry I mentioned it earlier Locked in this reported. episode. <laughs> You're all blocked. Yeah. Can you can, can you mute a specific image on Twitter? <laughs> I mean, you probably could. You just mute the URL for it. See, Heath, I'm just going to start tweeting that at you every morning for no reason. It'll be like the the when Matthew Bowers would tweet the Brad Pitt gif at you. I'll like, <laughs> I'll like be run. like, I just went on an eight mile run with Run <laughs> right. and Brian will be like, Survivor gif. Oh. <laughs> And I'll be like changing in the locker room after my run, and I'll look at my phone and be like, "Wait, is someone behind me? Like, what is, <laughs> what is happening? What does this gift mean?" Oh gosh, that sounds terrible. So the other question mark as a character is we get this like three line part where we have Baron Sunter, who the heck is this? Fell and Nancy. We're going to kick it over to you for a little bit of background. Uh, so Baron Sunterfell is a pilot in sorry, the I one. Think, I think I think you mean Baron Sunter. Who the heck is this fell? I'm sorry. Baron <laughs> Let, let's be proper here. We'll call him just fell from from now on is a pilot in the 181st Starfighter Group, which is the Imperial version of Rogue Squadron. He is a, is a Baron of the Empire. Um, 
And if you watch Rebels, you will know that they that they have a bear. They had a Baron in the first season, Baron Rudor, uh, which is why people were really excited about that because he was like Baron not Vel, um, and <laughs> he's basically the best pilot in the Empire besides Darth Vader. Um, Baron, uh, so he um, marries a person named Winsa Starflare who is an actress, uh, one of, like, the best known in the Empire. Um, and can I can I continue, Meg? Yeah. Winsa Starflare's real name is Sayal Antilles. What? What? <laughs> what? I've heard what? that name before. Wait, 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 wait. What? So wedge has also a wait. Is this Baron dude or like a cousin? Who knows? But is this Baron dude the guy okay, that they yeah, mentioned I... like the first book? Do they mention him? The f- I, I, think, don't, I don't remember. I think they mentioned, they the mentioned f- like a really good Tie Fighter, like in the first part, of, like the first book or something, off memory. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, yep. that's right. Because at the same time, oh yeah, Mike uh, was writing the Rogue Squadron. Yeah, Mike comics. was uh, Mike was doing the Rogue Squadron comics at the same time, and that was a little cross brand synergy. Yeah, those comics ah. actually take place before the book, so if you want to read them, you can. They're safe to read. Um, no, yeah, we're that's... doing it on the Padron. <laughs> okay. Wait, Everything what... on the Padron. <laughs> what books are safe to read? I'm always the, like the looking for squadron, some of the Rogue, to... the Rogue Squadron comics. But okay. according to Danny, we're not allowed to read them yet. So. Oh, Danny, why are you like this? I'm just kidding. You can read them. I think we I think we specialize in books here. Yeah, we're not going to read comics here. So yeah, I don't read comics. But Other yeah, than, but, oh, uh, I guess. Fell uh, is Fell is like is a pretty popular character in the EU, and Mike Sackpole and Aaron Olsen and Tim Zahn kind of like shared him through all of their uh, um, media and. Um, Although there is a story that Mike Stackpole and Aaron and uh, Tim Zahn wrote together called The Reenlistment of Baron Fell, which was never published. And it's like sitting on one of their hard drives. Unlike Sword of the Jedi, that one got written. It actually exists and they just never published it. But so, yeah. Um, so he is married to Winsa Starflare slash Seattle and Chili's. And um if you know Wedge's backstory of he came from the fuel depot on Corellia, um, basically he hasn't seen his sister in ages. And that's why Fell creeps him out. Not creeps him out, but, you know, spooks him Shocks so much. Him, yeah. Yes, because he wants to know where his sister is. Hmm. Also, um, if you know a character... In the later expanded universe, uh, Jagged Fell, just saying, might be a relation. What a name. That is <laughs> right? Definitely a name. Is such a, I love that name, Jagged. You have to be cool or a real dork. Imagine book. birthing a child and being like, I'm going to name my son Jagged. Done. <laughs> Holding this child in your hands and be like, you look like a Jagged to me. <laughs> I feel the same way about Talon Card. Like, yeah. <laughs> Talon. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Feel the same thing about Sheev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Sheev. Oh. oh, and one more thing about the about that. Um, so there was a book that came out. I think it was 2011 or 2012 called Shadow Games, 
And when it initially was announced, the title was Star, And everyone started speculating that it was going to be about Winston Starflare. And it ended up not being about her. And everyone was so disappointed. Worse, didn't that... Oh, wait, no, that that was Coruscant Nights. Yeah, no, but everyone okay. everyone was, like, really super excited. Like, oh, my God, there's a book about Winston Starflare. No, it was about Dash Rendar. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Worst. What a trick. <laughs> Putting that Masters in History to good use, Nancy. <laughs> Sorry, this is all I know anymore. Star Wars. <laughs> That's fair. That's fine. I'll be quiet now. Well, this is what we know for the race. Tycho and Hobby take over Rogue Squadron while Wedge is making his hybrid pilot slash commando squadron. Oh, remember Tycho? Ty- <laughs> I'm sorry, Listen I so much. I like so. I enjoyed this book. It was it was a good book, but it was severely lacking in Tycho. <laughs> I I just uh, miss him. I, I mean, are you sure you really want Tycho in these books? Because people seem to die a little more frequently here. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, but except Tycho's immortal, so nothing's going to happen to him. I mm-hmm. will say that you'll get more of Tycho in the next book and then maybe more even more in the next book and mm-hmm. you, you will really like Starfighters of Adamar which you'll probably read in like four years <laughs> I mean by the time we get there I'm gonna be like an old man on my stoop and like oh Tycho's back <laughs> <laughs> yes that's fair well Wedge has three months to prove himself useful for Admiral Akbar to approve and make the unit official. The Wraiths are comprised of a mishmash of folks on their last legs in the military. We come to find out that they're mostly like just a group of beings who have ignored a lot of their mental health issues or there's just been a lot of discrimination and someone just really needs to help these folks. Grinder, however, is just a jerk. <laughs> Accurate. Right. I mean, cause considering that, like, Bothans get all of this special treatment in the New Republic military because they have to, like, prove that because of, because many Bothans died to bring you this information. Yeah, sure they did. That, but he still kicked back all the way to Wraith Squadron. It's like, come on, come on, bro. How bad do you have to be? <laughs> Bad enough to lose a bug. Bad enough to lose a bug. (laughs) Oh, the escalating prank war. I love it. The Wraiths somehow end up capturing capturing the Nightcaller, which is not a nightclub, but it's actually one of the (laughs) ships in Warlord Gabor's fleet. Or an (laughs) X-Man. Yeah. They're able to take it over and fool everyone into thinking that the crew is intact, especially thanks to Face's acting talent. Acting. Face did so much capital A acting in this book. Sure. He okay. really, really did. He's like it was Leo so DiCaprio over here. <laughs> Never gets an Oscar. Leo DeFace Rio. <laughs> okay. They follow along. Oh, Danny. Danny. Uh, <laughs> you took a good thing and you killed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my special. <laughs> my speciality. <laughs> <laughs> They follow along <laughs> on the roof 
Gathering intel. Lo- wait, be- no, I love that subtle Obi Wan shade right there. <laughs> oh, I have to say it like that. So good. That's the only way to say. Oh, uh, I love some subtle <laughs> Obi Wan shade. <laughs> no, I think you like blatant. Obi-Wan so you like it blatant too. <laughs> I, I love all Obi-Wan shade, but, like, a, a good, subtle Obi-Wan shade is just, like, mm. <laughs> wow. Did you just do, like, the, the sign with your hand? I, I imagine Absolutely. he thrusted his hips when he made that sound. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need that little bit of audio capped as well. Dan, Dan, you were saying earlier, it's a shame you don't do video for the bloopers. <laughs> Come see us at Celebration. <laughs> Oh my. <laughs> so they go along destroying Warlord Gabor's resources and generally doing a good job despite all of them being fools. The best example is the dumb dumb yokel vacation brothers. <laughs> I'm so, I was so happy when you guys finally got there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're pretty smart, smart for, for a city, city man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Just what? And especially when you imagine that it's men doing that as well. <laughs> <laughs> that so, yeah, these guys, are, like, that scene is, like, one of my favorite in all of these books. Um, if, yeah, I, it's when they're checking in with the customs. Is yes. The best. Because it's the, oh my gosh, what's that girl's name? Like, I don't <laughs> she's, know. She's naked. <laughs> Oh my goodness. We're here to find some wives. Yes. Women, he leans in and goes, women. (laughs) (laughs) So if I wore pants, I would get a pair of lavender short pants and definitely cosplay. (laughs) Into it. With the hat, because you got to keep your hat on. (laughs) And you have to have furious mustachios. Yes. Oh my gosh. So awful. After that, with the help of other New Republic forces, the race are able to take out three ships, including Trigget's Super Star Destroyer, or just regular Star Destroyer. I don't know why I put Super there. Just normal, ordinary, giant, huge Star Destroyer. <laughs> the Implacable. Um, shout out to the Constrictor and the Provocateur for having those names. They are not sure what Warlord Gabor is up to but they know that it's bigger and more complex than they originally thought. The Wraiths do suffer some losses throughout the story, like we mentioned in the introduction. Jasmine, the bridge crew, 13, Phelan, and then I guess Grinder. So far, the deaths have been a little more brutal than in the first set of books. Yeah, they actually happen on page in these books. They sure do. And um, there's a lot of emotional connection to the other characters that makes it rough. They're so. making it really hard for me to say that somebody's not actually dead because you see them die. Right, yeah. You can't just lie about it for six books. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lujane is still out there somewhere, undercover. Somewhere. somewhere. She's fine. <laughs> She's waiting for you, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right. And so, I mean, that's that's Bates, basically Wraith Squadron. So let's get into a little bit of speculation and getting into the Wraith books after doing the first arc. Um, there are some concerns from you three that the race were overhyped by our listeners. Mm-hmm. And how do you feel about that now that we finished the first book? 
This is for <laughs> Danny, Heath, and Seth. <laughs> I don't want to go first. Somebody else go first. So I think something that is overhyped will, even if it's amazing, still feel a little overhyped. And I think that was the case. Like, I ended up really enjoying this book and liked all of the characters. I I still think, like, it didn't, like, quite live up to the, like, very high expectations that I had for it. But, like, I still really enjoyed it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. I think I, I enjoyed it, too. And I think that part of the rabid fan love is is the time that fans have spent with it. So I think that now that we've like been introduced to these characters and, and can start to understand all the jokes and the fan fiction, like once it sits with me for a little bit, I'll, it'll continue to rise in my eyes. I think like at this like very moment, if I were asked, I think I would still put wedges gamble as my favorite above this one, but this is probably number two. Yeah, I think I agree mostly. Um, I don't love, love them, but I, Definitely enjoy this book more than I enjoyed the ones we were reading before. Um, the writing is definitely better, and the characters are written more like real people, I think. Um, I miss the old characters, though. I miss them a lot. I didn't think I'd actually end up missing some of them as much as I do. And I yeah. really adore this new cast, but I also, like, if I wasn't reading these books because of Rogue Pod, I would probably still wouldn't read this book, like, on my own. Mm-hmm. I will say that I was expecting more of a like interweaving of new characters with the old characters. Um, so I think yeah. like what Saf just said, like I missed a lot of the characters we had like grown to love and talk about a lot. They yeah, just, I didn't like, realize were... how separate this was going to be. Yeah, it was like a total shift all of a sudden, which like was kind of jarring. Um, so yeah, that was a little weird to me. And I think maybe if I knew that, it would have allowed me to enjoy it a little more. Like I, I honestly just like kept waiting for everyone to like come back into the book. So yeah. So funnily enough, that um, originally the idea was for this book to be completely different characters. Uh, Wed, Wes, and Hobby were supposed to be the the like the commander and the EXO. Um, and they were like, no, you need to have a wedge in these books, which ended up being the right call. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, would, it would have been real weird without yeah. Wedge. Especially yeah. considering like Wedge basically became Aaron's. Like, even though I think Mike ended up writing more of Wedge, um, I think Wedge kind of became de, fo- de facto Aaron's character. Right. Um, yeah. And this is why, like, when, uh, you know, people were discussing about, you know, d- debating whether Wedge was going to die in in certain books, I'm like, Aaron Alston is the only person who was allowed to kill Wedge. And mm. he, he didn't do it. So no one else is allowed to kill Wedge ever. He can't die. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, as far as, like, the book being, you know, hyped and stuff. It, it's understandable if it doesn't like have the same effect as people who are reading it now because I there's there's a really I not big fandom, but there is a very uh strong fandom around these books, specifically the race. Um and you know, where people will cosplay as them and Aaron and you know Mike were at Dragon Con every year so like 
people got to talk with them a lot about the books and everything and had, you know, we like, are th- are these characters going to show up in any books? And like Aaron would like slip characters in when he was writing um, Legacy of the Force and Fate of the Jedi books. So, and when um, Mercy Kill was announced, that was at Celebration 5 in 2010. Um, and people lost their shit <laughs> over it. Like it was, it would, it would be like if they announced. I can't. I, I I can't. I don't have a good analogy, but it was like people were like crazy that they were announcing a new X-wing book after all these years. Um, and it came out in 2012, right before celebration. So, um. Like Aaron was basically rock star at that celebration because the book had just come out and everyone was like super excited about it. So, and another thing to keep in mind as far as the hype goes, uh, the people who are sort of responding and hyping this up are the ones who have lived with all three of the books. So yeah. I will just say, um, <laughs> you got two more books to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm really excited to to continue. Like I'm not. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to finding out more about these characters. And I love I love the fact that they're all broken. Like I think that's what <laughs> yes. I love about these characters is that yeah. every single one of them you just like look at them and you're like, "Oh, you poor poor person." Like I just yeah. want you to do so much better and most of the time you're not. But then when you do, I feel so happy. It's like yeah. finally characters I can identify with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was like it's like that yeah. one listener comment we got that was like these characters are like they're suffering. <laughs> from lots of different things but they're still just showing up every day yeah like once we finish there's something really empowering about that that i think honestly the way we're reading these books it's hard to lose when you like read a few chapters a week and then like go back to it but like taking a step back and like looking at the book as a whole like i think that is pretty powerful yeah, th- these characters are very much the cogs that uh, make the Rebellion and the New Republic work. Um, you didn't get as much of that in the first four books in this series. Yeah. yeah. And there's a scene. So I think it was in the either late 90s or like early 2000s. They, the Star Wars Insider had a poll of like the tw- – like, it was like the 20 greatest moments in Star in like Star Wars books or something – and there's a scene in the next book that is, uh, that was on the list, and it was like I a. Do huge... not want to talk about it right now. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm saying like it was just a huge deal because go, like go on because these weren't like major books, you know. Right. These weren't like hardcover books. Like these were supposed to be kind of separate, and they ended Pulp up paperback yeah. exploding. So yeah, so yeah. Well. Let's go a little bit on brand here and talk about some wraith mances. <laughs> that sounds yes. scary. It sure is. It sure is in the book. The only in universal confirmed one we have is Tyria and Kel. <laughs> and set, uh, setting honesty to on, how do we feel about this? Uh, Indifferent. Yeah. Meh. I have no strong feelings about either of them, so I'm like, okay. She's out of his league. Yep. That's a theme in these books. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm at a place with it where I, I could see myself being really into it if I get more into both of the characters. Like, I'm hoping will happen. 
Um, but I'm just not there with either of them yet. So I'm just like, eh, okay, it's happening. And I, it's believable. I believe that it's happening. <laughs> so sounds so thoroughly whelmed. It's so, fine. It's fine. I'm, I am, I am whelmed about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfectly whelmed. Same. So with that being that, what are we hoping for when it comes to other wraith mances? Piggy and Min. Piggy and Min. <laughs> I was going to say Min and me. How dare you? I knew I could count on Danny. <laughs> that is uh, the most ta- Danny thing that has ever happened. <laughs> uh, Ton, Fainan, and Bacta, the forbidden love. Oh. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> oh, I got one that hurt Meg more than the rest of you. <laughs> I should bet. <laughs> I, I should well, face so we, are, we are having three new characters introduced for sure in the book in the next book. So there's a lot of hope for some wraith mances to come up. It, Maybe it there'll be a 27 year old. Widowed, but not really. <laughs> oh, no. Wedge. No, not again. Not again. Not always. Always. In all uh, seriousness, I do want to see, and I don't know if it'll go there because of the time that these were being released, but I do want to see an interspecies relationship because there's just not enough of those in Star Wars. And I think there's so, a lot of... Okay. Agreed. Now that, now that you say that, I was hoping for... Wedge and Jasmine actually like yeah I thought it was gonna be a there. thing I thought it was gonna be a thing and that it would make a good story given his whole tension with Akbar and oh everything God. but Akbar is his father-in-law oh my god oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Winter feet would be can you Winter imagine Akbar clapping would be so him. awkward it's uncle-in-law right Oh yeah, Akbar. yeah. But can you oh, imagine right. Akbar clapping him on the shoulder and going? Oh my god! Right? Yes. Oh, gosh. Would I that thought, make like, Would that make Winter his uh, aunt-in-law? Yes, Danny. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not a state of the squadron unless we bring up Wackbar at least once. <laughs> Got to bring up Wackbar. Oh. Into it. Into yeah, it. Yeah, what is that next book? Where is it? Archive of our own. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Just, just search tag whack bar. Fanfiction.net. I guarantee you it's there. <laughs> 100%. Amazing. Okay. Uh, well, can we also talk about Face and Isard? <laughs> That's so creepy. And her She's hardcore so pheromones remember. that she was apparently given off. Her Leatherwood. Yeah, Leatherwood. <laughs> I, I am, though, that I'm. I really enjoyed that they're like, let's bring back Isard into this. Yeah. <laughs> How can we make like, her even more creepier in death? Right. Having a baby face sit on her lap and <laughs> then having her. her face again to have to pretend to be in love with her <laughs> with another yikes. guy who was also in love with her. Super. Yikes, yikes, yikes. <laughs> oh, yikes times infinity. Yikes. So, we're really hoping we can get trashy in the next book. I think I can speak for us when I say that. <laughs> well, the night collar ruse is finished, mostly because the night collar is in not good shape anymore. And 
I think it's fair to say that uh, Warlord Gabor knows that something's up. So what are the Wraiths going to do now? Uh, they're going to set up a uh, Holonet dating service for Agamarians. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they're going to party. Right for wife. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Brian, that's... Oh, no. I can't say anything because... <laughs> yeah. So, wait, what's the question? Well, so what are they going to do? What What's they their doing? next step in defeating Warlord Zinge? I mean, I hope they do another undercover like thing because I just like them pretending is a lot of fun. <laughs> pretending to be good at their jobs. Just like any pretending, <laughs> like pretending to be brothers looking for wives or pretending to be the dead captain of the ship that they took. Like just whenever they're pretending, that, that's fun. And that that's seems fun. to be kind of their thing. Silence. Yep. I'm I'm trying to think, but I can't. I don't know. They'll defeat him by like some dastardly rose. Well, you're not wrong. So. Egg, have any of these children watched the A Team? <laughs> I'm gonna say no because these children have seen nothing. I have. <laughs> not true. I've watched the entirety of Parks and Recreation twice. Well, that is not what this is. But oh god, I love the A Team. <laughs> <laughs> I just like dudes named Face, all right? There's a guy named Face in the A-Team, for those of you who have not seen the A-Team. So, yes. Okay, well, I hope that they do good work in the next <laughs> Do good work and don't die. I hope That's they all survive. I They'll do yeah. one of those two things. And <laughs> I won't tell you which one, because it could be both or neither. Gosh. Okay, that's so, not how one of those things works. It doesn't matter. So one of the things that they kind of slipped in there during one of the one of their trips down to like surface side for Warlord Gabor's planets is that they mentioned these holding cubes that were exactly like the one that Piggy was engineered in. So the Sabing Ring Company is going to play a role in this. And as they go to the headquarters, because Wedge said that, like, let's go investigate this thing. What do you think they'll find when they go there? I'm a lot nervous. of other species, like Piggy. Like, 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 like. The other species that people don't think are super intelligent have been made more intelligent, and they are using them for something. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Like, remember when we talked about having a Sarlacc X-Wing pilot? Yes. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not oh. sure Salex under that, but yeah, basically that idea. I, I hope you are all ready for the uh, Hapabor X-wing pilot. Oh my gosh! Wow. I just want yeah. Good foresight, X-wing. Aaron Alston. I want it. I want it. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge X-wing. <laughs> I'm nervous because the last time that we had like a Gamorian hint dropped in a book, it turned out that they were developing this awful virus to kill them all. <laughs> they sure were. <laughs> and this is a bio facility. Yep. So. Except oh, it's, no. it's the Gamorians <laughs> this time. So, like it's Piggy's family, I'm assuming. So um, maybe it goes the other way around. I'm nervous. Oh. You should be nervous. Piggy. Oh, no. But I like Saf's idea better. Yeah, let's go with my idea. Yeah. Yeah. Many mysteries that 
have been planted in this book. Well, is there any last thoughts about Wraith Squadron? Can they stop killing robots? No. <laughs> like, let the people die. Let the robots live. Or can we get a robot pilot? <laughs> they all. Have I just robot want the robots pilots. to be okay. Isn't that what astromechs are? What robot? Robot pilots. I mean, yeah, but I want like a, a astromech, not astromech. I want like a robot, um, like rogue or wraith. I want that. I want AP five as wraith. You want you want M Train to pilot an X wing? Is that what you're saying? No. You I want, want to be back? a lady droid? No, I want pew, 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 pew. Wink, wink. No, <laughs> wink, I want a lady. Lady droid. All right. Well, let's get into the discussion questions then. Let's do it. So, we asked you all last week, now that we've had a beach party, where do you want to see the wraiths next? And I'm just going to throw it to Nancy and Brian right now so they can answer this question before we read the listener responses. Um, in... Uh, in honor of the dramatic reading uh, from that Rogue Prodron gifted me, I would like for them to crash Luke and Mara's wedding. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, yes. That's good. And I'm say- I will spoil and say some of them actually might have been there. Oh my oh. god. Meg, is she allowed to tell us who was there? No. Okay. I mean, I that mean, tells I us tell- who could live. Right. I, can so don't tell tell you, I can tell you one of them. I, Wedge was there. I mean, well, okay, of course. Yeah. Because Wedge is also married to Luke, so. <laughs> <laughs> they have an open thing. It's okay. Ryan, what's your answer? <laughs> uh, my answer, I'd like to I'd like to see them in therapy. All of them. Oh, yeah, good. So oh, say we such all. A good answer. You Even... get a glistening Bodhi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, even Wedge, I think especially Wedge. Wedge especially means it. Yes. Wedge isn't coping. Yes. We have to we have to talk about your distance issues and uh, issues with committing to relationships here, Wedge. Why really? do you always pick women who are married? <laughs> he doesn't have issues committing. Just, he chooses Wait, people that have already it. committed. <laughs> did we we came up with the idea of therapist Wedge before this book? We did. Right? Oh my god! Yeah, that was oh a meme god. back in book four. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> god, Meg, you're that just might... letting us do, do all the hurtful things. Also, I uh, sure am. Ther- therapist Wedge actually continues, and there's a really great scene where he gets to be a therapist for men. <laughs> oh god, I'm so excited. Wait. I can't wait. And okay. needs like 12 therapists to be. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They need some one-on-one. <laughs> attention that's for sure poor men just needs a team uh, so now to our listener responses Spitfire said I want to see the old west cowboy episode hanging out at the Moss Eisley saloon <laughs> right I want no I'm not I'm not going to finish that thought actually let's keep going <laughs> no now you have to, <laughs> you, have to. <laughs> you can't just say I want I'm not going to finish that thought. <laughs> you have to finish that thought. I want to hear men with a cowboy accent. <laughs> you don't even hear men, period. <laughs> I reckon y'all killed my <laughs> droid. I'm so into men and I just don't understand. Oh, men. I don't understand either. It just happened. I'm like, he's not blue. He's not a woman. <laughs> He's dead inside, Meg. I 
can identify with him? I don't know. It was when he was so sad about his droid. And I was, well, no, it was actually before that. I am into snipers. I'll give you that. But okay. it was also when he was really sad about his droid. And I was just like, I, I love him so much. <laughs> you broke him. <laughs> we need... We need to ex- we need to expedite a therapist to Min ASAP. So bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, News of the Galaxy said, "I hope they visit my homes because I bought way too much Tostitos salad and chips, so I need help eating them." <laughs> <laughs> this is like super current events right here. Just like, <laughs> like I feel like News of the Galaxy was right in the middle of this really trying situation when this question was answered. I love that answer so much. It's like they're listening to Rogue Pod. It's like Friday night. They look down. There's like a huge plate of taco salad, and they're just like, I, I can't. I, I, I can't do it by myself. I need race quadrant here. Oh my goodness! I love that image. Um, News of the Galaxy also said. They should go to the shawarma place that all of the Avengers go to in the end of the movie. Snoke knows what I'm throwing down. This is the weirdest <laughs> question. <laughs> so good. So confused. Welcome to Rogue Pod, Nancy. <laughs> it's like you've never listened to before. Uh. Ian Miller said, I want to see the race at a swanky dinner party, all on tuxes, saying their last name, first name, and last name again. Like, the name is Antilles. Wedge Antilles. Okay, oh, I, I have yeah. to interject here because let's be honest, Wedge would be the least suave person there. He is. Oh, have you seen Rebels? He would have a drink in his hand, <laughs> turn around, <laughs> trip, and then just throw his drink all over. The name order. is Antilles. We- Oops, sorry. Let me just pick that up. Oh, Wedge oh, Antilles. Oh, so sorry. So, so smooth. Sorry. Wedge, Rebels Wedge is the light of my life. I he know. Is so pure, He's so, so hopeful. Great. 85, why didn't you follow me into the fresher? Right? Why are you here? <laughs> you want to hear Wedge pull down the zipper? I would, I'd go too, but it's fine. <laughs> okay, next. Next, we have Mika, who said, I want to see them dressed as literal wraiths on a mission to scare the out of Borskvalia. Oh my god. Oh, yes. Scritch, scritch, scritch. <laughs> and then Mika added, and I thought this was hilarious. Imagine all the R2 units covered in sheets and rolling around while making strange noises. Just, this reminded me so much of that scene in E.T. where E.T. goes trick-or-treating and he's <laughs> the ghost and he's just like hobbling around and really awkward. That's such a wonderful like image. A oh. Especially if it's prequel R2 who also can fly. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, a ghost with, like, a jetpack happening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh. Uh, thank you, Mika. Nick said the race should go to the DMV together for different reasons, whether it's license renewals, address changes, eye exams, etc. Oh, the DMV is the worst. <laughs> I just like, like the idea that they all just have a different reason to go. There. <laughs> like, right. They all, like, just happen to be like, the same. Day. Oh, you're going to the DMV? I have to go to the DMV, too. Oh, I I need to do this thing. Oh, me too. I have to do this other thing at the DMV. Let's all go together. And then it's a whole race squadron field trip to the DMV. <laughs> Three hours later, Kel turns to Wedge and says, can I blow the place up? We've been here forever. No, right. Kel, you cannot blow the place up. Pretty 
What do we but vote first? What? I want them to go to the DMV where the sloths from Zootopia. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was going to say, oh what's my the God. Star Wars species equivalent? Like, what species works at the DMV? A bothan. Because they don't oh. know what they're doing at all. Yeah. Meg, I, I want you to imagine Wes cracking wise with the sloth from uh, oh, from no. Zootopia. Oh, no. Oh, good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Tom the Fanboy said, I want to see the squadron infiltrate a wilderness hut planet inside a large pantomime bantha costume ridden by Piggy. Okay. What? what? <laughs> That's a lot. There, there's a lot happening. There's a lot going on there, but I think I'm into it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I think I'm into the idea. So let's let's just take this one step at a time. So, Piggy Piggy's dressed as a bantha, which is no, no. amazing. No, no, oh. Piggy is inside of like a Trojan oh, bantha. Okay. Oh, oh. This is much different than a. But it's ri- Piggy's on top riding the fake bantha, and everyone else is inside the bantha. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so Trojan bantha got it. Okay, that's re- that's actually really good. That's really good. <laughs> um, Tom also added, if Seth hadn't said snow, then I would have voted for an '80s teen ski movie. So many tropes, bright colors, Piggy in a puffball cap, which I'm also like really into. Yes. Mm, yeah. Someone do that fan art. Oh, I want yeah, I want to see all the wraiths and their their ski outfits. 80s teen ski movie with the wraiths. Let's see. Phelan would hate that so much. Actually, you know what I want to see is I want to see I want to see Ray and Finn and Poe in an 80s ski movie together. Oh my god, yes. How freaking delightful would that be? So delightful. The most delightful. I never knew there was pretty this much sure, snow uh, in the whole galaxy. Pretty sure Poe would be wearing one of those super tight uh, Olympic skier jumpsuits. Yep. Oh, for sure. It's like he's no. wearing nothing at all. Poe. <laughs> at all. Poe would be drunk and skiing down the hill in his figure skating outfit. Let's be Oh, real. my God. Yes. <laughs> Finn would have a hat with tassels. <gasps> he would. Oh, my God. I can't. And Wright would cute. have amazing lake warmers. This is too cute right now. I could also use fan art of this, by the yeah, way. Somebody please pull listeners. Those rocks. So of, fun of this so, next answer? Or, funny. or what we're talking about right now. No, uh, uh Ski Slope uh Ray, Finn, and Poe. Yes. Into it. Jedi Storm so, Pilot goes to the ski slopes. So I looked up Race Squadron fan art because there was one particular fan art I was looking for. Um and if you look up Wraith Squadron, Google image search, you will find uh, gender-swapped Wraith Squadron cosplay that uh, some people on this podcast might have been in. Oh, no! I don't feel like I know some people who haven't been in it. <laughs> Thanks, Bria, for putting that oh together. <laughs> yeah, I can't show you this one fan art, though. Oh. Do it. Don't Sorry. do it. Sorry. I can't. People, there's people you don't know yet. Don't do then we don't know who they are and we won't think anything of it. What did Jay say? Yeah, let's go to Jay's answer. <laughs> Jay said, I'd like to see the race infiltrate a formal imperial ball being oh, goofy. Right? <laughs> this is the most, Jay Jay said the most predictable answer. thing did ever. Did Jay say that or did Percival <laughs> like, say that? 
literally, if someone had asked us last week, what do you think Jay would say to this question? This is what I would have said. Yeah, if there was a Jay bot on Twitter. <laughs> Why isn't there, though? Okay, Jay. I'm going to make I, one. Jay, at least I was stealthy and flattering when I snuck in enough dice and droids plug into this show. That's just blatant. This is just Jay in general. Yeah. First of all, it's character. It's just him. Just yeah. Jay. They're one of and... the Jay said he wants to see them being goofy and failing at staying in character, like in Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't to... understand that reference. Mig, you've played, Bro- you've played. Mig, you've watched Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? Of course. I want a thing with them, like when they go to Holt's birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> oh like they gosh. all go to weird birthday party or something, and, and they just... just like. Don't embarrass me at me and Tycho's like glorious mansion. Like be adults, and then they all just are terrible at it. They ruin everything. I want this so bad. All all eleven of them bring wine drink. And... <laughs> oh my god! Watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Mike said that he wants to see the race go to Hiram Moff Mantuin's pleasure yacht. <laughs> hang, hang on one second. I'm taking some notes for the next time I have you guys on of Dice and Droids. Yeah, oh, yes. yeah. Please. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it. Honestly, I don't want to go if there aren't dancing Gungans. <laughs> I mean, he, for you, there will be an entire cabaret of dancing uh, Gungans. <laughs> then I am already in line. Danny out. <laughs> <laughs> no, Danny. Oh. Danny, Danny, you're so speciesist. Danny's at a revolving door, so even if he tries to leave, he just comes right back. <laughs> it's so true. Danny is stuck. <laughs> Amy said he she wants to see the race go to. I don't know how to pronounce that. <laughs> Welcome to my life, Eve. Flossed in paradise. <laughs> Amy, I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your answer. Flossed in paradise. Flossed in paradise. Sure. This is a reference from the fifth element? Oh! Oh! Oh, now I want to see the rates there. Is it that thing in fifth element? Like, the place they go to? I I, I googled it, and the first thing that came up was the Wikipedia page for that movie, so... With Blue Lady Singer is. I see. I see. Just one second. (laughs) Okay, Amy so. is too smart five us. Yeah. Amy, you're too too good for us. Lane said she wants to see the race go to the Kanja Club, which is a really good answer. Tell that to Kanja Club. <laughs> Do you think the members of Kanja Club have an actual club that they call the Kanja Club? Oh, they must do. Surely. I don't know, do- but the Kanji Club is Coruscant's hottest club scene right now. They have everything. <laughs> Glow sticks, dancing Gungans, Ewoks taking shots off of your belly button. Oh my god, sign me up. Mig, we need to close this bar. I yes. do believe that is the first Stefan reference on the show, so you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> what is Stefan? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was fun. It's a Saturday Night Live thing. Okay. You Americans. It's okay, Seth. Wow. I'm not live during Saturday night either. <laughs> so you're dead? Usually oh, just yeah. asleep. <laughs> Powered off. Okay. Should, we go, off. 
should we go to Jonathan's answer or? <laughs> yes. Save yes. Jonathan Nerf Baker. He wants to see. Said he wants to see the race go to his quarters. <laughs> wow. Hey, not all of them. You have to fight me. That's a good answer. I don't. I don't. I'm pretty think sure, just, I'm pretty sure there's one me. in particular that he would like in his quarters. Since Tycho's not a wraith, I'm fine with this He's answer. Like Yes. <laughs> oh no, you didn't. Oh no. I'm so Zaf. sorry, Nerf. I'm so sorry. Boy, so celebration rude. is going to be super awkward now. <sighs> I'm kidding. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. It's getting a divorce and everything. <laughs> yeah. Does someone have a room no. I can stay in? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I need to kick Brian out. Yeah, Shit. I was like, I'm keeping my room by myself. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Why is my name in this? <laughs> I don't know. I'm really yeah, it should not be your name. Um, let me look up what the like, name actually is there was. Another person named Saf? Because I just made a point in the intros uh, to say that she's the only Saf. I think. I think Saf. Slightly smaller Saf. Slightly smaller. Smaller than regular Saf. So this regular Saf is pretty big as is. Pretty small. <laughs> This answer came in while we were recording. What I think, what I think probably happened is I was saying Saf's name while I was writing it, so I just like wrote Saf. Makes anyway, sense. this answer is from Warbash, and Warbash said that the race should visit a haunted space castle and help Shaggy and Scooby Doo solve the mystery. <laughs> I'm into it. Ooh, Scrubber. <laughs> that was really bad, you guys. That was bad. <laughs> It's okay. We, in addition to butchering Star Wars names, we also butcher impressions. So it's all good. Oh my God, Danny. So I just need to say that in preparation for today's episode, I listened to last week's episode today. And you're so I, ha- I literally had to turn it off at work because your, your Akbar impression was just like killing me. It was just too much. <laughs> It's so bad. I'm sorry, it's but it's so, so bad. bad. That it's like so good. <laughs> it's so bad that I never want anyone else to do an Akbar impression <laughs> other than you. Well, I brought it up when we were on. Uh, we we're doing the main show, and I just thinking about it. I just died. Oh my god. Mm. Ah, good times. Um. Glistening Bodie nominations. We no, we're giving one to. We're giving one therapy. to Brian to Brian yes. for therapy. Yeah, congratulations, Brian. Yay! Can we give one to Tom the fanboy just because of that answer? I really like. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Trojan Bantha is really good. It's really good. I also the- maybe a slightly smaller, but I want to give one to News of the Galaxy for just like literally looking around the room and being like, "I have too many chips." It <laughs> <laughs> like just Galaxy. rolling with it, like way to just roll with it. The Tostitos <laughs> salad answer was really good. <laughs> uh, I, I'd like to give a slobbering um, a slobbering Borg gullet to Jonathan for trying to <laughs> rest away wraiths from the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I have to mention about last last week's question. Um, I was we were listening to it while I was, you know, still sort of out of it. 
Mm-hmm. And I, when Heath read my answer and he was like, I think Nancy might have been speaking from personal experience. I was like, oh, yeah, I was really pissed off when I answered that question because <laughs> I'd been in the waiting room for an hour. Yeah. Right, that's right. It was, <laughs> it was pretty clear that you were like literally experiencing that at that exact moment it was just like the tostitos yes it's exactly this is so good it's like a narrative we should just all answer the questions based on what we're doing right at that moment (laughs) (laughs) glorious hey so this is a good listener question for this week yeah Yeah. do you want to read it danny since you're trying to take my job right now (laughs) oh You already took my job. We can't have yours, too. Man, we're going to see a Beatles breakup celebration at this rate. Will you let me be in charge of the transitions in my own section here? (laughs) (laughs) No one interrupted you during your announcement. We're going on two hours here. I'm just trying to wrap things up. (laughs) No one interrupted you during your announcements is all I'm saying. (laughs) Anyway. So this week... (laughs) And you have two weeks to answer this question because... We're not recording next week. And then our next episode, like Danny said earlier, is our 50th episode or anniversary. <laughs> Speaking of how I was not interrupted during the announcements. <laughs> Extravaganza at Star Wars Celebration. We want to hear from you. What do you want to hear from us at our 50th episode extravaganza? <laughs> I also think it would be fun to hear from people. What is your favorite Rogue Pod memory? Oh yeah. Oh. So like we are we are fifty episodes in right now. What is like your favorite rogue pod thing that has happened? So you can answer either of those questions. Or both. Well, Do both. both. Or My both. favorite mem- rogue pod drone memory is when they try to get us divorced all the time. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite. Try what do you mean try? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I want you guys to talk about next week, but can you just make sure you've had, like, a couple drinks in you before you start? Well, if they're going to be recording this with our equipment, we can make yeah. sure that happens, Brian. Brian, we're going to be at Celebration. We're going like, to be inebriated <laughs> all day, every day. Yep. So good. Uh, so, I'm so happy we're enabling this. I think maybe that's why we didn't get on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> In hindsight, it's probably wild crackpot best. theory over there. No, me and my crackpot theories, they're usually right. So hit us up on Twitter. Sorry. How dare you? <laughs> hit us up on Twitter to answer these questions and tell us what you want to hear from us and what you've loved hearing from us. You can find us on Twitter at Rogue Find us on our website, roguepodron.tumblr.com. You can email us, roguepodron at gmail.com. I'm so proud that you put the right email address in this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to us via the Far, Far Away radio feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Feedburner, or Google Play. And as Danny said before, leave us a really nice review. They let us know that you appreciate us, and they also help other people find us, I think. I'm not sure. Every other podcast says that. So do that. <laughs> Master podcaster Saf over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah not like Must she's run. running a panel about it or anything <laughs> <laughs> i'm not running it i just got fight it on because andy has bad ideas anyways <laughs> again, as danny said earlier we have a bonus episode go listen to that we have t-shirts go buy those they go to a charity the money goes to a charity the t-shirts go to you go vote for us the podcast awards again leave us a review and nancy and brian plug your stuff 
Uh, Tashi-Station.net is where you find all of our columns and all of our podcasts. Uh, we are wrapping up the Throncast. Yes, we. I'm sorry, we stole from you. <laughs> or I stole from you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Best form of flattery. It is. And Book club I, I, podcast is definitely our intellectual property, so, you know. <laughs> and I... I of this. I greatly um, admire Meg after go- writing these show notes, because I am so looking forward to this podcast being over Because <laughs> it takes a really long time. Um, but yeah, we are just wrapping up this week. We're recording our last discussion episode. So um, if you want to read the Thrawn trilogy books uh, in after reading Thrawn or in advance of reading Thrawn, go ca- check that out. And if you like uh, listening to Saf, you can catch her on like a quarter of the podcast we do. Yes. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Well, that finishes up X-Wing Wraith Squadron. Rogue Seven will be traveling next month, but like we said, we'll be back in a couple weeks with our very special 50th episode, Extravaganza, recorded in person at Star Wars Celebration Orlando. All four of us will be around, so make sure you come and find us. And if you follow any of us or the Rogue Padron Twitter, you'll see where we'll be because we'll probably be yelling about it the whole time. We will be um, screaming about it. And the whole yeah. time. Just- stay tuned for our special Rogue Padron meetup where you'll get the special Rogue Padron meetup pins. And in May, we'll start with X Wing Iron Fist. You have a month to get your copy. <laughs> <laughs> so Yay. the the good Iron Fist, everyone. The good, the good Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. <laughs> yes, the Iron both, Fist you want to experience. Somehow both less whitewashed Iron Fist. <laughs> both involving Danny though, so I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, like no Danny nipples, like Nerf keeps talking about on Twitter. <laughs> oh, I want there to be Danny nipples in our Iron Fist. Oh, <laughs> so no. does this mean we're introducing video to Padron next season? <laughs> Oh no. 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 <laughs> Either well, video or really creative photoshops. We'll see. <laughs> Ooh, another very special thanks to Nancy and Brian for joining us and you know having to deal with us getting them divorced. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Thanks for letting us ruin your show. Thank you for my Photoshop and the dramatic reading. You guys are yeah. nice friends. Did I did I do a good Mara? Because yes, I were excellent. Before and started laughing. I have never imagined Mara with a New Zealand accent before, and now that's what I'm going to picture her with forever. Oh, so happy. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, until next time, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. Pew 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 By the time this podcast is done, the outro is going to be like 10 hours long as we add in all the onomatopoeia that we've accumulated over the course of the books. It's going to be 10 hours of inside jokes.
isn't already? No, it's only two hours. <laughs> oh, right. 